When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week here at the Sustainable Success Way. It's uh, an overcast day here in the New York City area, but it has been a wonderful week, a very busy and productive week. We hope the same for you. Again, if you are new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice American Influencers Channel. Welcome to any new uh, listeners. We are going to have a treat for you today. And again, you can... uh, Follow us on Voice America at Voice America Influencers Channel and also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. The reason why we have 2017, because that was the inception of the show when the show started back in May of 2017. It's hard to believe we've been on the air for over now over four years, going on five years. So we are we've gained a lot of momentum over that short period of time. And we are here to serve you with the highest value, with great experts that share from experience. Now, you you heard what I said, share. They're not telling you, they're sharing with you. You get to decide what that means to you in your personal life, in your business, in terms of what success means to you. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They are a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing people together from their alma maters. Also, if you were in a fraternity, sorority, Perhaps you worked in a business that now is defunct, maybe like a WorldCom or a Continental Airlines, since they've now been absorbed. So this is a great way to reconnect and meet new people. Perhaps you might uh, land your next new job and or perhaps a new business opportunity. Social uh, media communities are now a big thing because they take all the noise out of social media. No more of these notifications that you get every second. This is just a great way to authentically connect with people that you have a common thread or common bond with. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirectoneword.com. That's alumnidirect.com. This is a membership-based program with a lot of uh, bells and whistles and perks available to you that you would normally not get elsewhere. Feel free to check them out and see for yourself. Today, we're going to have a great show. We're going to be talking about how to grow your business book to book. Now, we've talked a lot of, about growing your business, scaling your business and brand here and sustainable success, but we're going to talk about it from a book perspective. How you, the power of a book, and not only just one book, but book to book that can help scale your business to the next level. So, you're going to learn from a seasoned pro, someone that I know personally that does, does so much in the area for people in terms of business, and you're going to get the best of the best today. And we hope that if you have any questions, feel free to address them here live on the show. If not, later on demand, you can send them directly to us. We'll make sure that that our guest uh, that I'm going to announce here shortly will receive them to address any questions. So our, our guest today is going to be Vicki Helm. Vicki is the CEO of Smart Group Firm and co-CEO of Metadime Digital LLC. She and her partners share the secrets to growing a successful business and creating more wealth. Vicki is the multi-best-selling author of over 38 books. Yes, you heard that correctly, 38 books. Her latest title, The Secret Joy of You, Awakening Your Spiritual Gifts and Inner Genius to Live a Life You Love, will be out next month, and we'll make sure that 
that again, we will well, put some notice up for that to make sure you can get your hands on that with Amazon or Barnes & Noble. She's a sought-after consultant for people who want to grow more assets and take command of their financial freedom. With over 24 years of experience in multiple businesses, she is the go-to business and asset development strategist. She shows you how to maximize your potential and multiply your results. As an international speaker and strategist, various media often call on Vicki to answer business, partnership, and asset development questions. She possesses a very unique perspective as both a recognized business and asset strategist and a relationship expert. And without further ado, we welcome Vicki Helm to the show. Vicki, how are you doing today? <laughs> Thank you. I'm so <laughs> excited to be on your show. I love hanging out and talking with you. It's just fantastic to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, anytime. I, I know I was on your show exactly about a year ago, and we <laughs> yeah. were just talking that about that. <laughs> Before we started the show, and, and anybody, you're gonna hear, you're gonna even learn more about Vicky's po- uh, podcast today as well. So, Vicky, feel free to share that later today here. Thank you with the listeners. But you know, when we look at businesses, I mean, you know, we just came out of a, a very difficult time. In some ways, it might still be lingering. Who knows? We we don't yeah. know if we're completely out of this uh, pandemic. Not completely. out of the woods yet. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. But nonetheless, we, we, you know, we're seeing a lot of people optimistic now and, you know, looking, you know, as ways to kind of rebound where their business is left off. Some may be contemplating starting a new business because they had a epiphany <laughs> of sorts, you know, maybe during COVID that yeah. they wanted to walk away from a job and start mm-hmm. a business. But regardless, if you're starting a business or have one or working for someone, there, there are different ways you can scale your business. And you're going to talk about today about using the power of books and not only a book, but book to book. Can you talk about from your experience how, you know, books have helped you in the area of your expertise help scale your business? Oh, gosh, that's one (laughs) of the most important questions you can ask. And for everybody out there that has this book that's inside them, you know, that they say 81% of Americans, that's 200 million of us, have a book inside of us, and we want to be a published author. And I'm like, wow, that's that's a huge hunk. But just imagine now, Chris, if that was 80%, 81% of America, that probably holds true for the world. The 81% of the world has a book inside them. The question is, when you think of a book, you're often told that it's your calling card, that it is your that it is your influence and authority builder. And that's not true. A book is a business. It's an mm-hmm. absolute business. So most people, they start their business, they go from home, they're a solopreneur. And the first thing they, they do is they start working for other people and they get clients and they decide, okay, I can't do this forever. I got to switch from talking to people one-to-one to one-to-many. Yeah. And the first way that you do that, the first thing you do to scale out your business to scale out your authority, to scale out anything is write a book because now you're writing one to many and you're talking to one to many. And from that one to many perspective, that's how we get to the point where we begin scaling ourselves out. And I just want to say one thing before we go to the next question. I am not a good speller. It doesn't take spelling to be Me a either. good author. <laughs> I am not good at grammar. I'm I'm talking those 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 grammar and spelling issues. They are there's nothing nothing holding you back from entering into being 
and author. The system, if you knew how bad it was, I still yell down the hall, even though I have spell check. I'm like, how do you spell this? And I know my team is thinking, don't you have spell check? Can't you just, you know, right click and find what it is and put it up there? There's no, there's nothing that should hold you back from getting your message out to the world right now, except probably some inner critic in your head that you need to eliminate because book writing is a business. It is depression proof. I have proven that it is pandemic proof. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, turning out we were the number one book in two countries. Then 24 hours from the time we let the book out in Australia and in the United States. And I have learned that it's, it's, it's definitely pandemic proof. It's recession proof. It is a business that is not going to collapse. And it is also the creation of an asset, a digital asset, but still an asset. And so those are the powers of just starting out as writing a book. Wow. That, that is fabulous. I love what you said about, you know, that, you know, you're a business, I mean, a book is a business. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a lot of times people have to like, think about that, you know, it's a business. So, you know, you know, it, you know, if you can expand a little bit, like on the strategy, love of that, to. like if you could go into the strategy, like, you know, cause again, the book is going to open up so many other doors and this is where I guess what you're going to talk about why that's a business. Yeah. And yeah. the workshops I teach. Yeah. The number one thing I teach about where a book is a business is that <clears throat> I want to get super clear here. There is a certain reader. There is fiction readers and nonfiction readers. I've been a nonfiction reader since I'm 14 years old. I think the only fiction book I've ever read is the Harry Potter series. <laughs> But from there, and I think that's half fiction, half nonfiction. But so anyway, when you when you're a nonfiction writer, you are specifically have to write to an audience. You can't write on your topic. You have to write to an audience, an audience of people that are doing something. So rich and successful people read books. The masses don't read books. So if you write your book, to the masses, your book is going to fail because they don't read. You have to write to a specific type of person. And that is such an important key here. And what you want to make for them is a success path. So I'm going to try to use uh, two examples that are everyone knows. So Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is the guy who talks about real estate investing. Real estate investors are people who make above 160,000 on up to probably about 3.25 million or more. There's a gap of people and they read books. These people read books, but more importantly, they're the people who hire advisors and mentors and things like that. You have to write to a specific audience. He wrote to real estate investors. Then he wrote who his audience is, people who sell and buy real estate so they have sales skills and they need real estate skills, and they need investing skills. And those are the three topics that he writes about. That's his thing. So all his books surround that that area, and he has become the mentor to the investors and the advisor to the investors. His courses and everything else surround the book he wrote. His book became his business. And so he has built that 10X brand uh, based off of knowing who his target audience was. 
so that, that nonfiction readers they become fans. So Grant Cardone doesn't have to do much book marketing. He just goes, here's my next book. And, you know, flock, they flock to read it. Here's my next book. They, the readers who read over here, when they fall in love with you, they want the next book. It's just like J.K. Rowling. When's the next one coming out? When's the yep. next one coming out? <clears throat> it's the same for Grant Cardone. You can look at that and see how Anthony Robbins built his business using that same method. He's the, you know, personal development, self-development dude. And we know he awakens the giant within power to power, every single book, same audience. He brings it back up and they just rush out to buy it. That is so, you made a great point. What you talked about, about, you know, it's like, you know, a book for the masses versus a book for the people that really read that Mm -hmm. content. And that is so true because because that is going to be, be where that book is going to open up so many doors. Not only the book itself, but like where it's going to lead to more speaking opportunities. More oh, speaking yeah. opportunities lead to more perhaps trainings. Trainings lead to more now people hiring you to, to do something for their organization where you one-on-one or one-to-many, whatever that may look like. And it, it's so, so true. What would you advise? Oh, go ahead, Vicky. You were going to elaborate on that. Well, I want to add, I want to add to that. That's yeah. how my career started out, and I'm actually both new and old school. I did the old school way. The book came out, the workshops, the seminars, and everything else. They came all the way out. That built my career. I spoke on stages all over the world. I've spoke, you know, on stage. Uh, I've uh, been opening for Eckhart Tolle, but also for Joel Kahn or or Davin Michaels, been on those stages as well. But that when the stage is closed, that online summits and everything else, uh, books and speaking careers go right together. But the book isn't a speaking career. The book is still a business. And part of that business is your speaking career. That's so good, critical point what you made there. And so when you think about <clears throat> if somebody's mapping out a business and let's say they, they, they don't have a book out yet, you know, mm-hmm. but they're carving out a business, what would you recommend? Do you recommend that depending upon what the business is, of course, yeah. but, but what would you recommend they do? Do they put the book out or do they start the business and put the book, then put the book out? Or it could be a combination of you know, around the same. Well, time. I would say that depends on the business. So yeah. for like real estate investing, Grant Cardone had to prove that he could sell and sell real estate. That's that he wasn't true. just selling a course. Yep. So he had receipts in his business that said, I'm good at this is what I'm good at. And I can show you how to be good in it too. If it is something that is personal, like let's say you're a physician and maybe you found a way to cure cancer or or help people with cancer when you have that particular uh, thing, then the book goes out first because then you can say, I've been here this long. I've been you know, doing this and these are my patients and et cetera. And I put the book out and then put the business out that way. It just depends on the type of business yeah. and, or sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes yeah, like you said, it can just right be experience. Yeah. yeah. It just depends. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. I think that, that that's great, great insight. Cause I think a lot of times people may get snagged on that thinking like, Oh, what a, you know, maybe, you know, who, who's going to read my book? Who wants to, you know, what do I, that imposter syndrome that people That's have. the inner critic. <laughs> yes. uh, everybody wants to talk about personal development. And this is the very most important thing that you just said. 
do you want to know where you are on your self-development and personal development journey? You're like, where am I? Have I, you know, exercised the demons out of me so now I can have more success? (laughs) Sit down in front of a computer and start writing your book. Just put a, throw up a piece of paper and voila, just start writing a book. And then what's going to happen is that little voice in your head is either going to tell you the words you need to type on that paper, or it's going to start talking to you and telling you, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't, uh, what, I don't know. I've never written this. I don't, uh, the inner critic will show up or you're going to show up. Yes. And that's how you can tell whether, where you are. There's no such thing as writer's block. Writer's block is that inner critic. That, I don't know. It's not good enough, blah, blah, blah. So, I want to share this one thing I think is so important sure, for everyone, do. and I want to do it quickly because I know you probably have some commercial we, break. We have now. a commercial break in about two minutes, yes. Okay. There are no new kinds of meat in the world. None. Zip. There's red meat, white meat. There's chicken, fish. There's no new meat in the world. So the only thing that makes the meat different is your flavors and spices and how you cook it that makes the meat different. So is it barbecue? Is it broiled? That is what book writing is. If you're in a subject where there's a lot of people in there, your flavors and your spices make that book the dish. And it's not about how many books are out there. It's about you being out there with your recipe, with your tips, your tools, your inspiration. That's why writing a book is so important. No, it's so true. Like I said, I mean, it's not like we're re, we're you know reinventing the wheel here. The wheel's always been you know it's been here for a long time. It's like yeah. it's how we roll that wheel and our our style and mm-hmm. and how because we're never going to be everything for everyone, but we'll that's always right. be something for someone. Correct. So, and I think that's another thing we can maybe we can always elaborate even in the second uh, the next segment of the show. People get caught up in not writing the book or, yeah. or afraid to move forward because they feel they got to be everything for everyone. And when they don't feel that way, that inner critic uh, holds them back. We have about, about less, about 30 seconds, Vicki, till we go. Any, any, anything that you want to summarize to some key points that you talked about here in the first segment? Yes, this is it in a nutshell. There's treasure to be had, but the treasure is inside you and you need to bring it out. Yeah, so, so true. Now, did you hear that, everybody? It's all, you have a treasure inside of you. You have a gift. It's somebody out there, and I say someone, it's not just one person, is, is waiting to hear from you, whether if they know that consciously or not. We all have a gift. Now, we got more to come here with Vicki Helm. Again, we're talking about how to grow your business book to book. Again, we highly encourage those that joined us halfway through to listen to this show in its entirety there's a lot of golden nuggets that Vicky has already shared with you. And again, sometimes we have to hear this again and again till something really resonates. So there's a lot of great information here. We got more to come and we'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're here with Vicki Helm. We're talking about how to grow your business book to book. Yes, you heard that book to book. That book is a business. So if you uh, did miss our first segment of the show, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at Voice America Influencers Channel. And uh, you'll learn about why a book is a business. So not only one book, but many books. So with that being said, Vicki, we, we kind of left off with the mindset before we had to go to break. And yeah. we were talking about that inner critic, that inner critic that could, you know, give that someone that perception that we have writer's block or, you know, that yeah, who would want to listen, who would want to hear from me? What, what, what do I have to say type of thing? Talk about why that has to get addressed first especially, you know, even if it's, if it's somebody's first book, because this can even happen to someone that's produced a book already or even a couple books for whatever reason, they could, they could hit that some mental snag, you know, because of this. You know, the, I want to talk about my personal story with that because, yeah. you know, I have a degree in accounting and finance. If somebody said, you're going to be a writer and write 38 books, I'd have been like, oh, I can't even spell, you know? So, <laughs> you know, there's a point in your head where you believe your past. And so when you believe your past, it relieves you of the responsibility to your own personal longings or your own personal, I have a book in me and I want to get it out. Now, there are some mistakes that people make when they write the book in the beginning. The first thing is they struggle and they have power struggle with overwhelm and being getting things right and listening to that inner critic inside of them that's saying, you're not good enough and you, nobody's going to like you, blah, 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 blah. And when the book doesn't do well, they don't stop and say, why didn't this book do well? Is it because of the title? Is it the subtitle? Did I write to the masses? They just believe the inner critic and it pulls them over. It takes them out. Books are a business in and of itself. Now, a book should be and could be All of those wonderful things like, yes, it can be a calling card. Yes, it could be a lead generator. Yes, it can be an email list builder. It can have those components in it. But those components are not why you write the book. You write the book to create 
a business, to put a business behind it, especially in the nonfiction realm. In the fiction realm, you have to write a series and people have to like you. It's got to be like the Twilight series or Hunger Games series, whatever that is. And you write that and you create your fans and they wait for the next book. Nonfiction writing is about supporting an industry, supporting a business, supporting those people who are trying to take their success path from where it is to where they want it to be. That's the beauty of having that nonfiction. Whatever your industry is and whatever your audience is, whether it's real estate investors or nurses or golf pros or whatever your audience is, When you start writing that book and you start getting to the point where you feel overwhelmed, like, where should I take them or what should I do? You are speaking negatively to yourself. An expert is an expert. They know their stuff. So you want to just go back and start at the beginning. Notice what you're saying to yourself, even writing it down. That's what I did. My first book My first book was slow, 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 and then it shot right up. Uh, But that slow, slow, slow part where you only sold five today instead of 8,000 or, you know, 10 today, or the day that you get your first bad review and you feel like you got 15 really awesome reviews, but all you can do is concentrate on that one bad review. That is your inner critic. trying to slap you around. And that's what stops most any success, not just book writing success, but any success. But book writing success is half art and half expertise. And the two get melded together. So the art is telling your story, how you got here, why you wanted to write this book, who it's to, what, what your promise is to them. What we forget to do, and I want to name a couple of three areas, if you do this in your book, your book will sell better. You need to tell them what they're going to have, not what they're going to get, but what they're going to have at the end of reading your book. Are they going to have a system? Are they going to have more confidence? Are they going to have a a sense of knowing how to do something to, to level up? What are they going to have? This is the introduction. The introduction is the promise of that book. Chapter one should be your story, and it should be the pain, the problem, the embarrassment, all vulnerability so that you can they can relate to you and go, oh, she sucked in the beginning. That's why it's like, I still can't spell. I'm, I'm not a great speller. Am I getting better? 38 books later, I'm, I'm a better speller. <laughs> Am I a great speller, speller? No. So what happens is you, you got to tell your story in that vulnerability. Then in chapter one, you start seeding the conversation. Like, wouldn't you like to know how to do this? Wouldn't you like to know how to do that? This is a result I got. You want to lead them through the message of your book. It's so important because most people take a nonfiction book. They'll read the first 18 pages. If you don't hook them, they put that book down and they're on to the next. So there's a style and a way of writing that you have to remove your inner critic and replace it with your inner genius. And that inner genius is how you create fans, people that love you, know you, like you, trust you, relate to you. Uh, that's That's what Grant Cardone did. 
he talked about, you know, I sucked when I was younger. I blew it. I, I was homeless. And, you know, uh, the same with uh, Dr. Joe Vitale, whom I absolutely love. And everybody's all impressed about my 38 books. This guy's got 85 books, 85 nonfiction books. The guy's a maniac and he's still writing. But when you get to that point, once they relate to your story, then you have created a relationship with your reader that's the second thing. If you're a nonfiction writer, you have to, it's not just about tell me, tell me, instruct me, instruct me, give me, give me. You have to create the relationship with your reader so they want to get in your, your programs, your funnels, your talks, whatever. That relationship is huge. Once they're in there, once they're in your programs, your client care is everything everything. It's just like you said earlier, the reason, like I was just looking back there and I was like, God, this guy is really, he's one of the most award-winning entrepreneurs out there uh, for success. I mean, Chris just knocks it out of the park when it comes to that kind of leadership. He's the guy that does that. But the, the key thing is, the key thing is when you get to the point where you're award-winning, it's all about how you serve how you serve your audience, how you serve your clients. If you talk like this in the book, but you deliver like this in the book, you're out. You, 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 you have to be so careful. Then the last thing I want to share before we go on to the next question is, you can't take away what you say in a book. You can't, you have to think about what you're writing Think about what you're doing. You can't go, oh, God, you know, I didn't mean that. I know this was my best-selling book, and I know I said this, but this isn't what I mean. I actually mean this. I mean, it's out there. It's out in the public. And you have to be clear about what it is that you are saying to your audience and what you mean. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, so when you recommend that when you do that, you got to have, I mean, everyone may have an outline and you said before, like, what what are people going to have as a result of, you know, reading this entire book? What are they going to have? And then mapping out like that, you know, that process of what, you know, how you're going to go about creating that, 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 that feeling that they're going to yeah. have something that's going to help them, whatever, whatever that may be. What would mm-hmm. you suggest, you know, Vicki, you know, like, because people get hung up all the time and oh, I didn't, I don't know if I can, if I'm not a good, good speller like you talked about. I'm the same way. My grammar, even though I came from, a, a, a t- my mother was a teacher, a gra- an English grammar teacher. She was exceptional. I was the complete opposite because I was awful. <laughs> but with that being said, like, like, what would you say people to get over that block? Just, you, you, would you say like, hey, have a plan, have a, have a process, but just write it. You can, you can make it flow later or somebody that's really yeah. good with that can help you do that. Thank you. Thank you. I call that throwing up on paper. So yeah. I want to give away a secret and yeah. I want to give it to your audience. Please do. So they know how this is the best secret ever. So um, the, the way that, I, excuse me, the way I've gotten 38 books out is that I go to Google Docs and Gmail. And so in Gmail, when you open your Gmail, there's that little box that has nine dots on it. You click on that and pull up a Google Doc. Then you double tap on the plus sign. It'll give you a fresh Google Doc there. If you go to tools, you go under tools and you hit voice type and you click on voice type. This 
voice thing will come over here and you click there and it'll go red. And when it goes red, you can start talking and it'll sound, you can just do it like this. Mm. The day that we stopped at the river, I didn't notice at first the dead body laying across the pond. New paragraph. And I, as I filled up with fear, I pointed and I said, do you see that over there? And Jan screamed, period, new paragraph. And what happens when you talk your book is that there are no spelling errors. Google does all the spelling for you. But here's the facts. This is why I talk my books. The average person can keyboard or type 40 words per minute. When they talk, they can do 140 words per minute with no spelling errors. That's 140 words per minute. So let's say you only have an hour and a half to write today, and then you have to go on to the next thing. Well, if you sit down and you throw up on paper, which is just to talk about what we're doing on the paper and then period and then comma, and then it puts in all the stuff you want to have in there, but it does 140 words in a minute. So you can get five times as much done talking your book as you can pecking at the keyboard. And that is really important because productivity and consistency in writing is one of the biggest areas people get stuck because they put their hands on that keyboard and then they struggle as they start to type because all they can see is, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, there's that error because they're being led by their inner critic. They're mm-hmm. not being led by their imagination or their creativity. When you're using your voice, you're being led by your imagination and your creativity. So if you guys are there pecking away at the typewriter, stop. Just pull up that Google Doc, pull that voice type yeah. down and talk your book. And then wow. when you talk your book, all you have to do is turn around and say, editor, help me out here. And an editor will make you sound beautiful. Oh, yeah. And that's it. That's every book. I don't care what you say. 38 books later, I, I know how to write a book. I still have all of them edited. Wow. That's powerful about the voice. And you, you are so right. You know, it, when I when I speak, it's like for some reason I, I feel like I'm not saying that this is, applies to everyone. Takes, mm-hmm. but it's much easier to articulate something you're passionate about, something that you have you have experience with when you can vocalize it. You can just Absolutely. put it out there, and it and it's it it just comes off more heartfelt. So the words come off that way, and like you said, with the Google vocal recognition. That, that, that it's going to correct it for you anyway. So it doesn't matter if, you know, you spell it wrong if you were typing it because it's going to do it for you this way. I think that's powerful. And I think for some people out there that have been, hold, you know, holding back, this could be the, you know, the, the, the deciding factor for them, mm-hmm. what you just shared to help yeah. them push them over you the know, edge to say, I'm going to do this. It's interesting because you pointed out something that's so important when you start talking, especially if you're used to speaking in public. Yeah. You know what it's like to go off topic and kind of stream of consciousness talk. Like maybe somebody in the audience asks a question and you move from your absolute, here's what I'm going to speak about. And you start stream of consciousness because you know your expertise. Well, a lot of times the best writing happens when you're put in that state. 
And talking your book puts that in state. And suddenly, the words you put on the page by talking blows everybody's mind, including yours. You're like, wow, did I say that? And you're allowing something greater than you, your personality, to lead your expertise as you write. And that's so important. Yeah, that is so true. So, so true. So those listening, I mean, take note of this. Take a look at what Vicki just shared. This is some really, really great insight. And perhaps this can also even expedite this, the book faster than you thought it would, you know, especially for those that have a hard time writing. And, you know, again, that could be, you know, could be, it's that inner critic that could be holding you back. Let your, let your voice be, be, be the pen to paper in this case. Yeah, that's the first thing I teach the people that I work with and I help them write their books. That's the first thing I teach them. I want your inner genius to pop out, not your inner critic. Yeah, so true. So, so true. Well, Vicki, we got a couple minutes, a little less than a couple minutes till the break here. Any like either final comments to what we just talked about or anything that you want to elaborate on or summarize to these key points that kind of expand where we left off also with uh, segment one? Yeah, I just want to be really open with people and say the treasure is in you and there's a, a pirate on top of your treasure that is trying to tell you the treasure map isn't here. And that inner critic is trying to keep you away from the treasure of you. The treasure of you is your imagination, your creativity, your expertise, your fearlessness, your courage, those things that are going to help you be successful overall. But the breakthrough spot, the real breakthrough spot is when you sit down to write and you begin to manage that inner critic and say, look, I know you're here, but I'm the boss. It's me who's going to write this book. You you go somewhere else and allow your inner genius to start speaking instead of that inner critic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. So again, you know, these are some, this is so great, great information, Vicki, what you just shared. You're making, you know, how books can really play a powerful role in building and enhancing and scaling our businesses. And, and they're so instrumental. And I, and I, I can, you know, attest to that because I know that Mm -hmm. books have really made a difference in my, my business and so on. We got more to come here with Vicki Helm about how to uh, grow your business book to book. You're also going to find out a little bit more about her and some of the things that as a result of books to books or how many books she's put out, what it's done in her business. So this way, perhaps you can relate to what, how this has worked for her and how this could be working for you if it's not already happening right now. So with that being said, don't go away. We'll be right back in a couple minutes right after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Again, we're talking about how to grow your business book to book with Vicki Helm. She has shared a lot of valuable insight here today. We still got more to come. You're going to learn about how this has worked in her business. So this way it gives you a chance to see how this relates to where you are, uh, where have you maybe perhaps already been there or perhaps where you'd like to be. Uh, Again, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They're a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together people from your uh, Alamater and also an opportunity to reconnect or connect with new people, not only from the school that you went to, but also perhaps you're in a fraternity, a sorority, or maybe a business you worked in the past that's no longer in business, but a way to get together and reconnect. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. This is uh, a new platform that takes the noise out of social media to create authentic, transparent connections that can perhaps lead you to your next job opportunity as well, or potential business partner or a new business in general. Again, alumnidirect.com. Check them out. So, Vicki, I just wanted to you know use this remaining, the last segment of the show to talk about like the power of books for you, book to book, how this has helped to scale your primary business. Uh, Thank you. There's a couple of things that I want to talk about, some mistakes I made so that they don't make them and what it's benefited me. Uh, First off, um, I have enjoyed writing books that has produced seven figures for me, and I'm super thankful for that. Uh, But I want to stop and talk about how seven figures happens. So seven figures doesn't happen from writing a book. So a lot of people will write a book because they want something like more leads, more money, more this. And that's okay to want those things. They should be part of the aspiration of a book. But the inspiration for your book needs to be that you are serving an audience. So what do I mean by that? Most people have learned that they should write about a topic put some links in their books so that it drives people to this email list. And it's all about them building them and not very much about how to serve an audience. And, you know, in the short time, I can't tell you everything, but, you know, if you choose to go to the workshop and do that, we'll talk about that later. But in this moment, how and what your intention is for writing the book is so important. And I think success flourishes when you begin to serve, when you're serving an audience at the highest level, 
you put the best of the best of the best of what you've got in that book. And you may say, then I don't have another book. I put the best of the best of this stuff in this book. You're wrong. You're going to have this big, huge learning curve and success curve from writing this book. And suddenly, the amount you know that's coming through you because you've done this level pops you up to this level. And then suddenly, you have another level to go to. So, what has writing a book done for me? It's got me free travel all over the world um, to go to. I've, I've spoke internationally, been at shows internationally. It's got me magazine covers. It's got me uh, public re- relations from some of the biggest media outlets, uh, the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, uh, Washington Post, MSN, whatever it is, free publicity from them. Uh, it's got me on great radio shows like this, but more importantly, it's got me great relationships like this. So, you know, Chris and I are super busy. It's not like we call each other on the phone all the time. Hey, how you doing? Because we're super busy. <laughs> but there is a sense of connection that when we do talk, the relationship is like leaves off from right here to right here to right here. I know who I want to help. If he said to me, Vicki, do you want to co-write a book? I'd be on it. And if I said, hey, Chris, you want to co-write a book? I think he'd be like, okay. So you actually can create stuff together. That's the the bonus pieces of writing a book. But also, uh, it's created a platform for me. Like I have the Coffee Break Show. And the Coffee Break Show is now, it was every single day, but now it's Wednesday. And because I've made these relationships as an author, I can now have, like, Chris came on my show and I interviewed him there and he delivered massive value. Now, here's the key thing. He delivered massive value to my audience for free. I mean, things that he would charge 10, 15, 20,000, $30,000 for people to do. He gave that right in my, to my audience for free. And so now the reciprocal want to give him as much value to his audience, serve in the highest way that I can so that we can go ahead and help create impact in the world, make a difference in the world. Those things have happened for me. I've also had, I've also had, I I just can't even tell you, I, I have notebooks and notebooks and I have so many reviews and letters from people who have read my books and said, this changed my life. This is the best thing that ever happened to me. This, that feeling that you get when you serve somebody and they come back and they said, you've changed my life. I mean, isn't that the greatest feeling? It is so satisfying. And what happens is suddenly you want to write that next book because you know that you're not everybody's cup of tea, but that person who needs you and is looking for you and wants your next book, they want to be out there. Uh, The other thing is the most important thing it's done is it is the thing that transformed me in the greatest way. Like I've had mentors that I paid, you know, $50,000 for a year to be with, et cetera. But when you sit down and take the action and move past whatever your block is, you've had a breakthrough and you've crossed that bridge. You already broke through. You never have to go back to being whoever you were. And it's such a quantum leap in success to write your first book. It's a quantum leap in success to make your first book a bestseller. 
It's a quantum leap to make your best-selling book an international bestseller. It's a quantum leap to have reviews written on your book that are five stars. These things help solidify your breakthrough. And that transformation, you can't pay money for. It only happens by your action. And for me to feel that feeling for the rest of my life that I have, that's the greatest reward I think I've had is that I know I can shape my reality and I can shape it in the moment I decide to take an action by writing a book. That to me is, I mean, that's what authors do is shape reality. Yeah, it's so true. I remember, I remember, Vicki, when I, when Master Your Inner Critic Resolved the Root Cause Create Prosperity, when I published that book and it was mm-hmm. came out in October of 2016. And, you know, I, I said to myself, you know, hey, if the book helps out, you know, a few people, uh, you know, I did my job. Now, I didn't realize that the book went on to do a lot more than that and became yeah. an international bestseller. And it opened up so many doors. It opened up the door to work with Jack Canfield on a couple projects. Yeah. It, it opened up some things to do, you know, you know, to, to talk at certain corporations because they began to see the importance of mindset. So you, it, it, it changed so many things. And that, and that content just kind of like took a life of its own. And, you know, you could spin it off into other like, you know, daily posts that I do. A lot of times when mm-hmm. I'm posting, I'm just, re, you know, rehashing some things already from the book just in a different way that kind of still continue to add value to people just to remind them to keep it top of mind. So it, it's so true and how it can really just enhance your, your brand and your business to a, a whole new level. And, and Yeah. And I think said. that the book that you wrote on the inner critic, I think that's some of the most powerful work anybody can do is because that's a, the first thing you have to confront, whether you yeah. write a book whether you step into a relationship with it, no matter what you do, that inner critic, if it isn't managed by you, then it's managing you. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole point. It's like in whatever you do, that's why I talk about it incessantly with people is because that is the thing that the tipping point of what is holding you back. And the reason I like the topic of your book is because it's evergreen. It doesn't matter where you are in your life. As you succeed and you want to go to the next level, believe it or not, there's some sort of inner critic. You got a quantum leap. Then there's the quantum leap of that inner critic. As you move past that, the transformation is so powerful. It's so powerful. Um, It's the only way that I think uh, success happens is meeting that, moving past it, meeting that, moving past it and leveling up. Yeah, so, so true. We have about about less than four minutes left to the end of the show. I would love to let the listeners know that you have a book coming out yeah. uh, that very, very soon. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to see if you'd like to leave any information about yeah. when the book will be available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any you know other areas. Yeah. Feel free. And then let, it, you know, let you. people know how they can reach out and get in contact with you really tap into your knowledge more deeper at a deeper level and how to use books as a, as a way to really, you know, be part, not just a part, but really be a strategic part of your business. Thank you. A uh, couple of things here. 
You can always reach me at vickihelm.com, but I smell my, I spell my Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E, helm, H-E-L-M.com. You can reach me there. Uh, at the, the person who is thinking, yes, I, I have a book, I want to get it out. You want to learn more about how to do that and really build a business around a book and have that kind of success. I'm doing a workshop today at 1.30 and I'll, I kind of do it, you know, particularly on. If you go to freedomseekersway.com forward slash purpose to publish forward slash workshop, uh, it'll be there at 1.30 and I'll, you know, continue doing it uh, live because I talk to published authors all the time. And uh, you can go there and do that. But if you are just wanting to connect with me and want to know some, I have the Coffee Break Show on Facebook. It's at the Success Secrets for Business, Family, and Life channel. What I want to share with you, no matter what, is whether you're writing a book or whether you have a half-done book or you're 90% done, whatever that is, you're stopping your treasure and you have to trust the treasure coming through you because you may have be halfway done and go, oh, this book sucks. Well, okay, let's say it does suck. All you have to do is figure out how to make it not suck and continue on. Don't let that inner critic stop you. Don't let something in you that's not even true stop you from having the life you want, having the dreams you want, being, you know, having all kinds of the life you love for the rest of your life. And that's the purpose of of writing a book. And um, the other thing I want to say is, uh, Chris, what you do is awesome. And I've watched your show. Uh, I enjoy being your friend. And I think watching this show is equally as important because it's a level of accountability that people need to have. It's all the tips, the tools, the experts that come on and share. All of these things you get for free just watching and listening to this show. I mean, why would you not do that? So you want to also put yourself in a place where you're going to have success. And that means here's all the things I let let you know. I got the workshop. Here it is. Stay plugged into his show because this is how success grows over time. It doesn't grow overnight. Wow. Yes. Thank you. That is powerful. And Vicki, we are so blessed to have you here on the show. I'm so grateful that you took Thank time you. out of your morning to be oh, here with us. Sweet. And we, we highly encourage everyone to, to listen to this show, no matter where you joined us today live or perhaps you know people that wanted to watch the show but couldn't make the live show, make sure you get the link to them to listen to today. This is a powerful show that can really transform your business or put you in a position to start your business if that's where you're starting. And uh, again, Vicki, thank you so much. And guess, Thanks for uh, having me. Oh, absolutely. Just loved and it. I'm so thankful we, that you were here with us. And listeners, thank you thank so you, much. Thank you. you can join us here each and every week here at the Sustainable Success Way Uh, The show would not be where it is today if it wasn't for you. And we will continue to bring guests like Vicki back to the show that they could share their words of wisdom, their knowledge, and even better yet, their experience that they share from the heart, allowing you to draw your own conclusion, what that means to you to take action. Because we're all about taking action here at Sustainable Success. We want to wish everyone a great rest of your day and week. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll be back next Thursday at the same time, 12 o'clock East Coast time, 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day, everyone. 
Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.